Read the Bible every day so you'll be full of faith. Welcome you to join Bible Links to read the entire Bible in two years. I believe God will bless you, He will lift you up, and your life will never be the same. Exodus chapter 5 Afterward Moses and Aaron went and said to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, Let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. But Pharaoh said, Who is the Lord that I should obey his voice and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, and moreover, I will not let Israel go. Then they said, The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Please let us go a three days' journey into the wilderness, that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God, lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. But the king of Egypt said to them, Moses and Aaron, why do you take the people away from their work? Get back to your burdens. And Pharaoh said, Behold, the people of the land are now many, and you make them rest from their burdens. The same day Pharaoh commanded the taskmasters of the people and their foremen, You shall no longer give the people straw to make bricks, as in the past. Let them go and gather straw for themselves. But the number of bricks that they made in the past you shall impose on them. You shall by no means reduce it for they are idle. Therefore they cry, Let us go and offer sacrifice to our God. Let heavier work be laid on the men, that they may labor at it, and pay no regards to my words. So the taskmasters and the foremen of the people went out and said to the people, Thus says Pharaoh, I will not give you straw. Go and get your straw yourselves, wherever you can find it, but your work will not be reduced in the least. So the people were scattered throughout all the land of Egypt to gather stubble for straw. The taskmasters were urgent, saying, Complete your work, your daily task each day as when they were straw. And the foremen of the people of Israel whom Pharaoh's taskmaster had set over them were beaten and were asked, Why have you not done all your task of making bricks today and yesterday as in the past? Then the foremen of the people of Israel came and cried to Pharaoh, why do you treat your servants like this? No straw is given to your servants, yet they say to us, Make bricks. And behold, your servants are beaten, but the fault is in your own people. But he said, You are idle. You are idle. That is why you say, Let us go and sacrifice to the Lord. Go now and work. No straw will be given to you, but you must still deliver the same number of bricks. The foremen of the people of Israel saw that they were in trouble. When they said, You shall by no means reduce your number of bricks, your daily task each day. They met Moses and Aaron who were waiting for them as they came out from Pharaoh. And they said to them, The Lord look on you and judge, because you have made us stink in the sight of Pharaoh and his servants, and have put a sword in their hand to kill us. Then Moses turned to the Lord and said, O Lord, why have you done evil to this people? Why have you ever sent me? For since I came to Pharaoh to speak in your name, he has done evil to this people, and you have not delivered your people at all. Exodus chapter 6 But the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I will do to Pharaoh, for with a strong hand he will send them out, and with a strong hand he will drive them out of his land. God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appear to Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob as God Almighty. But my name, the Lord, I did not make myself known to them. 
I also established my covenant with them to give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they lived as sojourners. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the people of Israel, whom the Egyptians hold as slaves, and I have remembered my covenant. Say, therefore, to the people of Israel, I am the Lord. I will bring you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians, and I will deliver you from the slavery to them. And I will redeem you with an outstretched arm, with great acts of judgment. I will take you to be my people, and I will be your God. And you shall know that I am the Lord your God, who has brought you out from under the burdens of the Egyptians. I will bring you into the land that I swore to give to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. I will give to you for a possession. I am the Lord. Moses spoke thus to the people of Israel. But they did not listen to Moses because of their broken spirit and harsh slavery. So the Lord said to Moses, Go in, tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, to let the people of Israel go out of his land. But Moses said to the Lord, Behold, the people of Israel have not listened to me, for I am of uncircumcised lips. But the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron and gave them a charge about the people of Israel and about Pharaoh, king of Egypt to bring the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. These are the heads of their fathers' houses, the sons of Reuben, the firstborn of Israel, Hanach, Palu, Hezron, and Carmi. These are the clans of Reuben, the sons of Simeon, Jemuel, Jamin, Ohad, Zachin, Zohar, and Saul, the son of a Canaanite woman. These are the clans of Simeon, these are the names of the sons of Levi, according to their generations, Gershon, Kohath, and Merai. The years of the life of Levi being 137 years. The sons of Gershon, Libni, and Shimei, by their clans. The sons of Kohath, Emreb, Izhar, Hembron, and Zio. The years of the life of Kohath being 133 years. The sons of Merari, Ali and Ushi. These are the clans of the Levites according to their generations. Amram took as his wife Jacobib, his foster's sister, and she bore him Aaron and Moses. The years of the life of Amram being a hundred and thirty seven years. The sons of Ishar, Korah, Nephek, and Sitri. The sons of Uzael, Mishael, Elzaphan, and Sitri. Aaron took as his wife Elishaba, the daughter of Ammonadab, the sister of Nashon. And she bore him Nadab, Abihu, Eleazar, and Ethamar, the sons of Korah, Asir, Elkanah, and Abisah. These are the clans of Korahites. Eleazar, Aaron's son, took as his wife one of the daughters of Putiel. And she bore him Phineas, these are the heads of the fathers of the house of the Levites by their clans. These are the Aaron and Moses of whom the Lord said, Bring out the people of Israel from the land of Egypt by their hosts. It was they who spoke to Pharaoh, king of Egypt, about bringing out the people of Israel from Egypt. This Moses and this Aaron. One day when the Lord spoke to Moses in the land of Egypt, the Lord said to Moses, I am the Lord. Tell Pharaoh, king of Egypt, all that I say to you. But Moses said to the Lord, Behold, I am about uncircumcised lips. How will Pharaoh listen to me?
The following is the English translation of Pastor Bong Eunwoo's teaching on the book of Exodus, chapter 5 and 6, translated by David. Read the Bible every day so you will be full of faith. Let's review Exodus chapter 5 and 6. At the end of chapter 4, we see that God was true to his word. Aaron and Moses met up. Together with the elders of the Israel people, they believe God sees their suffering and he will take them out of these afflictions. In chapter 5 and 6, you will see God uses setbacks through circumstances to continuously increase Moses' faith, authority, and ability in life. This is what God does, dear family. So when we receive our calling and destiny, as we stepping onto our callings, do not underestimate life's every little failures. Don't overlook your weaknesses and setbacks in your life. These are the nutritions needed to help you grow in faith. Every suffering is God will pour into us like the nutritious solution. Let us look at verse 1. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went and said to the Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, let my people go, that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. What is hold a feast to me in the wilderness? They do not know, but they do know how to meet God in the wilderness. But the Pharaoh said, Who I, the Lord, that I should obey this voice and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord, and moreover, I will not let Israel go. So the problem comes down. Not only he rejected the request, but the situation got worse. In verses 3 to 9, he says, Then they talked and talked. The king of Egypt said to them, You are a lazy bunch. Increase their work, and your work will not be reduced. In verse 9, Let heavier work be laid on the men, and that they may labor, and they pay no regard to the lying words. So the king of this world, Satan, he really wants to bind up people. All the believers of God will experience this process, chapter 5 here. I want to worship God. It brings me joy. My sickness got healed. My family believed the Lord. Our relationship got restored. I'm happy and joyful. And I want to serve God. If you realize that Satan, the evil one, will use your job, your workplaces, in all circumstances, relationship around you to make it heavier and heavier. So let them get busy and pay no regard to the lying words. The evil one will twist the truth in telling you those lies. He continues to do this. The more you cry out to God, the more God will want to fight and get you out. So do our heart really understand that I'm willing to be rescued and leave Egypt? So this world will make our work hard, heavier, and busier. The king of this world may use promotion to lift you up, to increase your income, to keep you busy and stay away from God. Then he tried to deceive Jesus the same way. I can give you all the riches in the world and only you need to bow down to me. Remember what Jesus said. God, worship the Lord your God. This is chapter 5 of Exodus. A person who desires to respond to God and become a true Christian will definitely encounter these struggles, conflicts, and contradictions. 
If you have never experienced the pain or struggle of leaving the world in Egypt, you need to pray to God. Lord, I want to be reborn. I want to completely leave the affliction of the world and its rule over me. I want to be released from the secular bondage. God will help you be released. Verses 15 to 19. Then the foreman of the people of Israel came and cried to the Pharaoh, Why do you treat your servants like this? But he said, You are idle. You are idle, meaning lazy. Go now and work. You must still deliver the same number of bricks. Then they realized that, Oh boy, we are screwed. These foremen did not go seek God for his heart. They just thank the Lord for seeing their suffering and that he knows that they're suffering just a little while ago. And now he went to back to Pharaoh and not God. Dear family, we're like this in nature. We want God's grace and blessings. But when we experience difficulties, we would just go back to the kings of the world or your supervisor or like the Pharaoh. Now, who we, are, who we are familiar with. Believing in God and Jesus is such a bummer. Don't want to believe anymore. So unfortunate. So don't say that. Verses 20 to 21. They met Moses and Aaron. They were waiting for them. As they came to Pharaoh and they said to them, The Lord look on you and judge because you have made us stink in the sight of the Pharaoh. And his servants have put a word in their hand to kill us. So the people blame Moses and Aaron. They will blame you for leading them to believe God. Many Christians experience that. When we spread seeds on shallow soil and it lands on a bad soil, you'll die quickly under the sun. Pastor, you are not right. God did not answer my prayers. I have so many problems and the church did not even help me. Or they might think the church is so very good. But in six months later, they felt completely the opposite. Aaron and Moses turned to the Lord and said, Oh Lord, why have you done evil to this people? Why did you ever send me? For since I came to the Pharaoh in speaking your name, he has done evil to this people, and you have not delivered your people at all. The foreman blends blames Moses and Aaron, and they turn around and blame God. You have not delivered your people at all. God had already warned Moses that all this would happen and it would not be smooth. Now Moses forgotten about it. We have the expression that the God's presence will make everything just go really well and all the problems just going to get solved on its own. Have you thought about that God's presence to help us to begin our redemption process and let us see all the problems lies ahead? God already told him that the Pharaoh would not let you go. I must stretch out and compel them by killing their firstborn sons. Moses forgot about this. Partly probably because he is just focusing on the circumstances before his eyes. This is actually the start of God's rescue. If this didn't happen, people would not want to leave Egypt. Here is too good. Even though we are slaves, working like slaves, but we have good food to eat, we have places to live, and even, you know, with work pressures. If you did not 
hate this place and the Pharaoh. Why would you want to serve God? And say, Jesus, you are my only passion. You must have come from the bottom of your heart for all the difficulties God put you through and since you became a believer. God's purification process, He is working on salvation. God is cleansing and sanctifying. He's rescuing us from death. So be grateful to God, not to turn to other kings or your boss, and not to turn in just but turn to your God. I had to believe you that you see and heard what's happening. The pressure may increase, more problem may surface, but I believe that your salvation begins here. If you are serving at church, such as you are a home or cell group leader, or even a spiritual leader, do not be fearful when people complain to you. Moses later learned about this and he, when he matured. When people complain, Moses will complain to God for not helping. As leader, who the people complain because they are not yet mature. But we can be like that. We need to know how to help the people to get to know God's heart. We need to tell them to be thankful. And God's redemption is just beginning. Give thanks. God is cleansing. Give prayer of thanksgiving, believing that God is leading us. God allowed the Pharaoh to harden his heart so our heart can be more soft and humble and bow down even more. Believe that God will redeem us. Please review chapter 6, how God comforts Moses. We also need to learn how to comfort people, we shepherd. Chapter 6, verse 1 and on. But the Lord said to Moses, Now you shall see what I do to the Pharaoh. For with a strong hand, he will send them out. And with a strong hand, he will drive them out of his land. God spoke to Moses and said to him, I am the Lord. I appear to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob as God Almighty. But by my name, the Lord, I did not make myself known to them. I also established my covenant with them and give them the land of Canaan, the land in which they live as sojourners. Moreover, I have heard the groaning of the people of Israel, whom the Egyptians hold as slaves, and I have remembered my covenants. So how does God comfort Moses? Using his promise to comfort Moses. Using his name, using his guarantee to comfort Moses. God did not say to Moses, Oh yes, you poor thing, that you have such great pressure and I get you. You need to see what God said to Moses. And all of us who serve God know what to say to the people we shepherd. Fathers and mothers, you will hear that children will complain in their daily lives. Mom and Dad, I think it's just boring to go to church. It makes me tired. I trust God and all, and I pray, but it did not come out good. God did not bless me my test result. Mom and Dad, I no longer want to believe Jesus. There's no blessing. Children will complain to us. Look at how God comforts Moses. This is what leaders and spiritual parents and those who are in authority, and how we can feed and fulfill and support our sheep, the young ones. God says, I promise to you, you must see, be brave, and continue to speak to them. God repeated his word with the same and nothing less. God tell the elders, 
says to tell the elders again, I am the Lord and I will bring you out from this under and burden of Egyptians. And I will deliver you from slavery to them. And I will redeem you with an outstretched arm and with great acts of judgments. I will take you to be my people and I will be your God. And you shall know that I am Lord your God who has brought you out and under the burdens of Egyptians. In verse 8, I will bring you into the land that I swear to give Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob. I will give it to you for a possession. I will bring you into land. I will bring you into it. This is God's comfort to Moses. He tells Moses to say to them again and again. Today, many people in authority, leaders and even parents, we really lack the wisdom to comfort and to counsel our sheep's complaints. We do not know how to guide them when they complain in flesh. I am having problems. You say, I pray to God, he shall answer it, and he shall solve my problems. And now I have even more problems. When you pray our sickness shall be healed, yeah, some sickness got healed, but worse sickness comes later. Leaders, you are wrong. How can you have wisdom to help the flock to cross over affliction in life? You need to continue to speak of God's promise, speak of his nature and attributes, speak of his work, so their eyes will open and see God's good work. Don't be afraid of others' complaints. Don't be afraid of children's complaints and not to be afraid of brothers' complaints. And you just don't go along with their will. God never compromises work. God will not compromise what he asks or expects of us, what becomes of us from the worldly pressure in life. God will sympathize with us, but he will never compromise. You can pray, Lord, please grant me the wisdom on how to raise my children so I can speak out of your promise and your mightiness in what you will do. And you are Jehovah. You are the Almighty glorious and all-powerful. That will help people build their confidence. That will help the inner man to be strengthened, be strong and courageous. If you always try to comfort and sympathize with them along with their flesh, you will never be able to raise a winning new bride that you will not be able to raise up a strong spiritual life. When children complain to us and we do not handle it with wisdom, they will lose their faith. This is what Satan is doing and what the Pharaoh is doing. You want to believe in God? See God? You want to love God? I want to put more pressure to suppress you all. You want to love God? Serve God? And make offering to God? I will use financial burden to stress you out. You've really suffered so much pressure and you're in trouble. Leaders, parents, counselors, pastors, and people in authority. Follow what God did to Moses to guide him. Recognize God's mightiness. Know his characters. Understand his work and what he does. Then we shall be released or freed. Verse 9. Moses spoke to the people of Israel, but they did not listen to Moses. In verse 10, God told Moses, Go tell them again. Such a pressure. Verse 12. Moses said to the Lord, How then shall Pharaoh listen to me? For I am of uncircumcised lips. So God did not blame Moses and Aaron. He said, go tell the Pharaoh and bring the people of Israel out of the land of Egypt. God still did not compromise that of this calling and this promise. 
Moses and Aaron felt bad. A leader who has been called by God, you need to know that. That you just begin to step on the first step of faith. To step on the next step of faith, you need to continue to say yes to the Lord and obey despite the difficulties and discomfort. Lord, you come in to me to speak and I shall speak. It is greater than my fear inside and greater than other complaints about me. No matter how others criticize or reject me like the Pharaoh, God still sent you and you respond yes to the Lord. That I am willing, I am willing. There's no other way. Only Lord, what you command, I believe you and I'm willing. And you'll, you'll have breakthrough and you will overcome. This is how you beat Satan, king of this world. This is the secret of victory. Cross over your thoughts and emotions. Get over your logic and rationalities. Believe God's word. Obey and we shall be victorious. Verses 14 to 20 are all about family records. Why talking about it? To show Moses and Aaron are descendants of the tribe of Levites. This account here is not complete. Very possible that some generations were skipped. God cares about order in life. So your calling in its continuance is important. That your breakthrough will also benefit the future generation. Levi turned to God and obeyed and responded to his calling. So all his children are blessed. A simple obedience will benefit your children to step on their glorious destiny and calling and position. Verses 27 to 30, God sent Moses to the Pharaoh again and to bring his people out. Moses obeyed and said to the Lord, Behold, I am of uncircumcised lips. How will the Pharaoh listen to me? The authority is greater than your speaking skills. Here is God's perspective. It is not about how you say it. It's about what I need you to say. The last point I want to make, dear family, is that I want to tell you, we often feel that I need to say something appropriate, reasonable, or meaningful enough to help someone. God never cared about those. He does not care about how perfectly we does it. God cares if we obey and speak what he asks. Even if you feel, would he really believe it? Or would he even listen or accept it? Obeying the authority is greater than our own eloquence, greater than our human understanding. It is greater than our companionship with others. This is the secret to victory and the secret of breakthrough. Everyone who serves God, whether you are spiritual leaders, spiritual parents, parents, we must understand that God, what God is doing. Only then that we will need to be able to break away the comfort and considerations out of humanism and to raise up strong and courageous new brides. People of Israel are not yet mature. Check out how God made Moses and Aaron mature. How God will make people of Israel mature. From chapter and all the way to chapter 40, we'll see how God lead people to maturity step by step. God can be considerate, merciful, and wait but he never compromised on his demands. So bless us all, including all the family members viewing or listening online. Be brave and obey, because you will find that the power brought by obedience is greater than human ability.